Hi, welcome to Living in a Material World, and I'm your host, David Prada. Today's guest is James Asantes. I'm sure you all are well aware of him. He's on a Bravo hit show called Backyard Envy, but I know him as a dear friend and also a manscaper. But we'd love to find out a little bit more about his past before going into this new venue that he did a few years ago. But James, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I know. I can't wait to talk about your Halloween costume. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We've known each other for a few years, like a handful of years. And before you guys even created the show, I wanted to know a little bit more about your background before you got into what you're doing now, what you did before. Just tell all of our listeners like what your background was before going into landscaping. Well, you met us before we had a TV show, which is always fun. And I'm exactly the same, always been a monster. Um, (laughs) So I think when we met, we've been on a few vacations together, which are always a blast because you're like the most fun person on earth. I think when we met, I was working at Ralph Lauren, which was like my job I was at for a while, you know, doing global store design. My background is in interior design. So I went to school for interior design with my current business partner, Mel. And then Garrett was an old friend of ours who we started the company with. And I actually started Manscapers like in my Ralph Lauren office, which I would suggest to anyone who's like currently trying to start a business. It's like, keep your current job that is paying you. And then like, slowly try to build something and if it takes off that's when you sort of quit and be like you know what I'm gonna pivot so you know we took all the principles of interior design that I had learned throughout the years and then started applying it to exterior design which we've sort of like cornered the market in now and it's really been this great experience of taking the ideas of what you would do inside of your home and bringing them outside so true. I actually, you've always had such impeccable taste. I know our, one of our first trips was in P-Town and you were my favorite person to hang out with because we wanted to go to the same places and go have cocktails at the like fabulous bars versus like the regular places our friends were taking us. But you always have had such a great kind of aesthetic. Does that come from your background in school or is it a family trait or? Um, I think it's a combo. My dad is a furniture designer and builder and my mom it has an eye for design. She's always like, you get your eye for me and you get your, your talent from your father. He has no <laughs> eye. <laughs> but it's all... <laughs> so, you know, according to them, it's all from them. But I think it's just like, you know, years of living in New York and being gay as fuck. And I can swear, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay. I'm like, it's, it's you. And I mean, my taste was, I don't know if it was always great, but that was like... It happens over the years. I think we have a similar aesthetic. Like we love textiles and layers and texture and a lot of worlds. Some of the stuff I have, I'm like, oh my God, is this appropriate now? Like, is this cultural appropriation? But I love it. (laughs) No, I think I'm a sentimentalist. When I travel, I always find something I want to incorporate into my home. And so everything either, sometimes I feel like it's starting to look like a very eccentric old man's house, but... (laughs) but I think I kind of like that it shows that I've been around for a while and I've been places (laughs) so now tell me about uh this past you know weekend was Halloween and I'm dying to know what you guys were doing at the box I saw that you guys were like decorating it and getting it all ready and I was like you know it's one of my favorite places in the city to go have fun 
I kind of forget towards the end of the night what happens to me at the box, but <laughs> but tell me what you guys were working on and then t- let's talk about your fabulous costume. It's so fun because the box is such a, like, it's always had this like mystique and this like privacy to it because of the things that go on inside. But it was fun to do like a more public party. So we did it. We do this party every year with Christian Siriano and the Misshapes. And this is our third year in a row doing it. And this year, Jordan, who's from the Misshapes, was like, the box really wants to do it. They haven't been open for two years because of COVID. So it's like going to be a big opening party for them. And then we got Paper Magazine to come in, which was super fun and sort of put the whole thing together with all of us. And so, yeah, we did the decor. We did like giant floral arrangements, which they ended up keeping because they're mostly all like preserved. And all that Halloween decor is like so creepy and dried out. So I was like, and it goes with the aesthetic beautifully. So, yeah, that was fun. I'm like, I'm like still recovering from it. It's like three days of Halloween is too much. I veto like Halloween should be the last Saturday of the month. Like Thanksgiving is the Thursday of the last Thursday of the month. You know what I mean? Like it's like it shouldn't be the 31st. It's too much. It should be one day and that's it. I don't want to go to six parties. I don't want to dress up five times. Like... <laughs> oh, see, I'm terrible. I, I've always hated Halloween, but. My boyfriend really loves Halloween. He's like a huge dresser upper. He's like, you know, loves Burning Man. He's an L.A. gay. Yeah, he's such an L.A. gay that loves his costumes. And usually he's like completely naked. But this year he wore like a tunic, thank God. (laughs) Yeah, what did you guys do? Because we're both, we were saying earlier, we're both beardless. We had to shave our beards off. We went to, uh, Shaman Durek had a Halloween party in the hills. And so we went to his Halloween party which was really fun and I dressed up it was supposed to be like a witchy kind of theme and so Dennis dressed up as like kind of he looked more like a Jesus witch with like long hair and a tunic and I dressed up as my favorite Latino astrologer Walter Mercado (gasps) oh my god Walter Mercado that's amazing wait I didn't even see it I need to can I look at my phone right now yeah well I was on stories did you post I got a little scared because I looked a lot like my mother and grandmother combined. So a lot of people thought who didn't know all the Latin people knew who I was. Like everybody that was Latino knew who I was. But then there was a lot of people from Beverly Hills and they thought I looked like their Jewish grandmother. So (laughs) did you have the whole big wig and everything? Oh, the wig. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. The blonde. Send me a picture when we get off. I wasn't going to shave, but then when I put on the wig, it looked so weird. So I was like, okay, if I'm doing this, I'm going all in. That's how I felt. You're like, you can't do half. (laughs) You, on the other hand, just went for it. Can you tell everybody what your costume was? What was the process? I never go for it, ever. Oh, it was crazy. I am not a Halloween lover. I'm not a dresser upper. I wear black every day. Like, we're in my closet. It's literally all black. And... This year, I was just like, if we're doing this big party, I hated the way I looked last year. I just did, like, blood makeup. And I was like, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to spend the money. I'm going to do the time. I'm just going to do it. So me and my boyfriend wanted to do a couple's costume. So I was like, what are good people together? And I was like, oh, my God, I, I have the body to be divine. And I actually think we have, like, a similar face structure. Like, as a man, we I think we sort of look alike. So I was like, I'm going to do divine. And he'll be John Waters because he's tall and skinny. So it's like, you know, a big plump man and this tall skinny guy. 
really, I was like, okay, it was last minute. If I'm going to do this, I got to find a good makeup artist to do it, of course, which is like impossible to do on Halloween weekend. But two people recommended the same person to me and he was available. And he's like, I've never done Divine. I'll do it and I'll, and I'll give you a deal. And I love a deal. I booked him and yeah, it was like four hours worth of makeup. I had... You know, my friend Abe, uh, his boyfriend is a hairstylist at Mott Street. He did the wig and then we did a big bald cap and everything. So it was basically like drag makeup, but I have never... I, it's so funny because I, everyone's like, you're going to love it. You're going to love doing drag. I've never really done it before and I'm going to get a little serious. But I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh my God, I don't... Like, who am I? Who is this person? Like, it was very... It wasn't like this great feeling. Everyone was like, you're going to love it. I was really like freaked out a little bit and my boyfriend was like, you know what that is? It's it's like gender dysphoria. It's like what trans people feel when they look in the mirror before they transition all the time. Like you look at yourself and you're like, this is not me. This is not, I don't know who this person is. And it freaks you out a little bit. Like it really does. So I, it gave me like a peek into those sort of feelings, but it was fun. It was so fun. It was really amazing. And uh, getting the makeup off, thank you. <laughs> Getting the makeup off was like impossible. And there's still eyebrow glue and glitter on me. Oh my god. Well at least you don't have to travel back in the costume. That would have been fun. Totally. Yeah, because it's so funny. No, I actually when I saw your pictures, I loved your boyfriend posted this is the first time I'm wearing the pants in the relationship or something like that. It's so I know because I'm like the dude, you know, and he's he's always in drag. Like he does video and acting and he's like literally has a wig on and I'm like, I'm gonna do drag because I want more attention than you. The weirdest thing is everybody knew I was divine, but nobody knew I was me. I was waving at people and I was like, hey, and they'd just be like, Whoa, what who is this drag queen talking to me? And I was like, it's James. Who are you? I love that. It's good not to be like noticed. That means your costume, you killed it. I want to talk about past Halloween. I know that you guys are coming out with your next book. Is it your second book? This is our first book. We are writing our second book right now. So that's probably why you're confused. Um, but yeah, this is our first book. We're doing a big push right now. It's called Take It Outside. It's being published by... Clarkson Potter at Random House. So it's a beautiful illustrated book that we've been working on for two years. It's been a definitely a labor of love. And we shot everything last summer and the summer before. So like the photography has been done and we've been writing it and compiling it. And we got the early copies like a couple weeks ago and it just looks beautiful. It's just very lush and it's, you know, it's a great coffee table book but there's so much content and information in it because we basically walk the reader through like our process and how we design and how we would transform and look at a space and you know sort of reimagine it based on like all of our experiences and the ideas that we've brought into television and the viewers but in a deeper more expanded way because it's a 300 page book that you can really dive into yeah so we're just finalizing our book tour which is going to be in the springtime and we're going to do a big launch event it comes out on december 7th so we're in pre-sales now which is exciting what a great holiday gift i love this 
Yeah, that's the thing. They really wanted to start selling it during the holidays so it could be a good gift for people. And then, you know, as spring rolls around, we'll, we'll do the tour and, you know, get people on board so they can really start to work on their outdoor spaces. Well, it's interesting because during COVID in the last few years, people were stuck in their homes. I'm sure everybody was obsessed watching your show on Bravo and getting ideas and inspiration. So this book is just not only a beautiful coffee book, but it's going to be amazing to like have people be able to work on their own yards going through all your ideas. Yeah, it's good. A lot of people did discover the show like during COVID and everyone, I mean, our business has never been better. We talked about this like during COVID. I remember we had a long phone conversation and we were just like, what's going to happen with our businesses? You're like, I mean, you know, and now I think we're both doing better than ever, right? I can safely say because things are back to normal, but people are sort of valuing these personal pleasures and things about their own self and care and beauty and then their homes also like you know so our business is doing great which I'm so thankful for and there's such an interest in it now so out of all the projects you guys have worked on in the last few years have there been any top projects that you love the most Ooh, that's tough besides your own backyard (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I do love my backyard. The book was fun. You know, the show is always really fun to do. I love being on camera, obviously. But you're a natural. But, <laughs> thank you. I think as far as like residential projects, we did this house in Hidden Hills, which was like right next to Kim Kardashian's house. And it was like a $15 million mansion. And just expanding into LA in general, like, you know, I'm full-time based here and Mel, my partners are running New York and we sort of have these separate offices, but we work on everything together. I think that's been really healthy for our business because we're able to work all year. We're able to expand. We're able to, you know, have different plant palettes and bigger spaces like, you know, I'm designing pools and big hot tubs now, whereas in New York, it's like we were sort of limited to rooftops, terraces and backyards. But I always love our commercial projects like any of the big parties that we do, you know, we did this event for Art Basel. Keep wanting to say last year, but it didn't happen last year because of COVID. But the year before with Chitano, which is a big partner of ours, we've done a lot of their restaurants and that was like memorable. Our partnerships with St. Germain and those events have been really, really amazing. I like doing big things. Well, no, like Gitano in New York City, like how do you get so many palms and gorgeous tropical trees into Manhattan to look that way for all the spring and summer and fall months? Like I was like, you transport me to Tulum right away. (laughs) It's so fun. I love that space. And they were supposed to have it for one year. Now they're going on to their fourth or fifth season, I think. So I'm so glad it's still there and exists because it's transportive. So you can still work on that property. You still work on that location yeah i mean they kind of have their own like formula now that we like gave them from the first couple seasons and they just do it themselves which honestly is like great because (laughs) redoing that giant palm tree project every year gets a little like daunting it's like oh it's that time of year again (laughs) so now tell me working with two of your best friends is that like an amazing situation because i know that they're both so close and dear to you like i would love working with my two best friends it's 
mostly positive, I would say. Like, it's great because you have these partners that you can be like fully transparent with and fully open about, you know, like we know exactly what's going on in each other's lives all the time. So having that sort of strong background together is very beneficial. I'd say that having a little bit of the separation like me working on the west coast of them in new york makes it better because like i've been going to new york every week this month basically and been working with them and it's been so fun like we've had we've had so many big projects like so i'll fly back and forth and when we're together and we're on site and we're doing everything it's just so we value our partnership more now is what i would like to say about it well you guys are all so different Totally. We all bring something different. Yeah, you're like a boss man for sure. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, and that's kind of why I think I have to sort of run my own like office out here. And, and they get that now. They're like, okay, you do your thing. They never want to know what's going on here unless they want to like come to LA for a weekend. And I'm fine. I'll fill them in at any moment. But they're like, you've got it under control. And then, you know, there's projects that we all do together you know we've got we're doing the one hotel in nashville right now so that's like something that we're working on all together and then we're doing this hotel upstate with our friend sam Amoya. so that's one that it's like the more fun projects we all do together and then the day-to-day like residential we sort of just each pick our own battles and those designs i love that do you still love living here in california versus the east coast yeah, we've talked about it. You know, I realize like I love LA. I love the sun. I love the environment. I love the the geography and how it looks. The people, I think I have a hard time with sometimes. <laughs> You're such a New Yorker. I'm such a New Yorker like but it's like also we come from the East Coast, so it's always there. So there's not this like pressure of like, oh, I have to move back and I hate winter. I I like literally it's so horrible. But I'm like, I think I've got like one or two years left in me here. I don't know. How do you feel? You know, every year is different. I think if I hadn't met Dennis, who also has a business here, I probably would have just ran the New York office at this point, like just been there and come back here. But I do say with having dogs and my life is easier here with the kind of business I'm running and I don't have to get on the subway and I don't have to like, you know, get on public transportation. And I do not miss the winters either. I, in Connecticut, where I grew up, it was just like blizzards and snow and, and living in Manhattan and living in Brooklyn. My last few years in New York, like I remember the last year was like just the most snowstorms ever. I had to get out. I had to get out. So it did take me about a year and a half to really get into living in L.A. First, I was in fetal position, rocking myself to sleep every night. And luckily, I only had one friend at the time, but luckily, so many of our friends have moved out here from New York. Thank God they didn't decide to move to Florida. <laughs> Not yet. I'm sure they'll all retire there. Totally. No one moves to Miami. It's so crazy. Like, I'll go down there in the winter because, I, you know, it's so different than L.A. And I'll just see... Everyone I know from New York, like every gay person will be sitting by the standard hotel pool. But I'm like, what are you guys doing here? They're like, oh, we're just here for like a month. Nobody moves there. It's just, it's just take a little month off down there. I have so much family and friends there and I tried to get behind it during pandemic. We did end up going there to see if that could be like our next move, an option. We decided absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of culture. No, if anywhere, like I want to move to Europe. Like I'd love to live in Europe. 
Oh, really? Like in Paris or London? No, like either. I love Paris, but like I would love to live in like Portugal, Italy, Greece. One of those beautiful places. There's like really good tax breaks in Portugal right now, right? Yeah. You can become a citizen just by buying property. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, a lot of people have moved there. Like a lot of photographers and artists and people, you know, of the world have been moving to Portugal. So not a bad idea. It's also like not that far. Like Portugal's one of the closer countries to to New York. I mean, everything is far from L.A. in Europe. That's the other problem with L.A. I just feel so far away from the rest of the world. Because <laughs> we are. Right? We're very far. We are. Yeah, exactly. It's very far. Because even to get to like Australia or Asia from here, it's like, forget it. It's like 14, 15 hour flights. And even Hawaii is still six hours. It's like, okay, I'm, we're really far. That's why we're always in Mexico. I always end up in Mexico because it's like a three hour. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to Mexico next week. Are you? Where are you going? We're going to Oaxaca and Puerto Escondido. We actually may be going there for New Year's because I've never been. Oh my God. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so I'll go first. And I'll give you, I'll convince you and then give you the, the lay of the land. What hotel are you staying at? Do you know? We rented a villa, actually. It's Mel's 40th birthday, my business partner. It's beautiful. It's really, really pretty. It's like right near Casa Wabi, like over there. Perfect. You guys are going to love it. It looks, the water looks like you can just dive in it and enjoy swimming there too. Because that's the one thing I never do in Puerto Vallarta is I never go in the water there. I'm always in a pool. Yeah, we didn't really go to the beach when we went there together, No, right? We were just in that infinity pool the whole time. <laughs> totally getting cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Just like, another margarita, please. That was a very fun trip for our friend's 40th. Yeah, it was everybody from New York showed up, and it felt really good. I hadn't seen Joel and everybody since P-Town, so it was kind of like a reunion. Are you planning any other fun trips for the new year? Nothing really. We're just this Mexico trip. That's it. And then, you know, I'll get bored immediately and plan something as soon as I get back. No, you guys had so many amazing travels over the summer. I was following you on social media and you guys were everywhere from Capri to Greece. You were everywhere. It was a lot. It was a lot. You know, it's so funny because we're not filming our show right now because of like COVID and other stuff. So it was the first summer in four years that we weren't doing something like show related. So I was like, we're, and then last summer we were shooting our book the whole summer. So I was like, I've got an open summer. We're going away. The Europe borders are open. Who knows for how long, like get on a plane, let's go. So I'm really glad that we did because the state of the world is like so in flux all the time now. And I'm glad that we got up and got away. I know. I actually did a big trip myself. I left for about almost two and a half, three weeks, which I never do. And I just loved it. I went from Italy to France. You went to Greece too, right? No, I didn't go to Greece. I went to Puglia. And I went up to Paris to see some clients and some friends. And then I flew to Ibiza. And a dear friend of mine has been living there since pandemic. And now she's building a house there. So we were there for 10 days and then my boyfriend met me there for the last few days for my birthday so it was an awesome trip oh my god oh it's so fun leo birthday leo birthday for sure 
You know, I do sell beauty products, so I'm going to ask you what your beauty routine is right now. So I'm always curious to know what you're using because you love products. <laughs> I do love products, and I was actually getting ready right before this, and I was like, David's going to ask me about my beauty products, and I'm so boring. I will say I am a grown alchemist diehard because of you. I use the Grown Alchemist face wash, the classic one that they have that you've sold for years. And then there's like a exfoliant that I use that's great. It comes in like a little tube. I love that one. I use their masks. I use Kiehl's moisturizer. It's the only thing that's like ever worked for my skin for some reason. It's just very light. And I blame Equinox for that like 10 years ago. And then hair, I mean, you know, my hair is a whole thing. We've talked about this before, but I'm definitely going to Turkey. (laughs) (laughs) You should stay at the Soho house and go to Turkey. Like, we have a friend that came back from Turkey looking fabulous. Yeah, it looks amazing. I'm literally like, what did you do? What did you do there? And he's like, Turkey, baby, Turkey. So if you know, you know. We don't have to say it explicitly. (laughs) If you know, you know. We're not going to mention which friend of ours is. I talk about mine so openly. I know. You're an inspiration, honestly. I mean, we met when I was probably... 26 27 like I was younger and you were just like I got my just got my hair done and I was like oh my god it looks amazing and then our other friend was like I've had two hair transplants and I was like what is going on like everyone everyone I know has a hair transplant and I didn't know it was like this secret but it wasn't a secret that everybody was open about so I'm kind of getting on board to that point Oh, no, I was already telling everybody after shaving, I'm like, I've got to start preparing for a lower facelift. That is my next project on myself. (laughs) That's life-changing. And then a lot of guys now are doing, like, jaw filler, too, right? Isn't that a thing? To give you, like, a really square jaw. I used to have one when I was younger. What? A square jaw? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Not that you need it because you look beautiful. If you're doing the lower facelift, then after you can do the square jaw filler. Because I guess it's really natural and like a lot of guys are doing it. Oh my God, I'm going to have to ask my derm. <laughs> I'm go- I haven't had Botox in so many months, like six months. I was like, maybe that's why I'm starting to feel like tired. I think after I shaved, I was frightened to death because I hadn't seen my face in like three and a half, four years. I think you look good. I like it. <laughs> you do? I do, yeah. You know, it's weird because we both did this at the same time and everyone was like, I like it, I like it. I'm like, you're literally just saying that because I look different. But I actually think you look like very clean. Like your face looks chiseled still. Like it's not, you don't need a beard to cover any like fat up or anything. No, I loved it as contouring. And that beard does contour. That's true. It gives you that for sure. You have a million beauty products. What are you, what's your new favorite thing? I do every night. I use a vitamin A either from three different brands. Right now, I just launched a new brand called Facile. And she actually is the top kind of med spa and facial spa in LA and West Hollywood. She's on Melrose Place. She has a few products. I'm using her vitamin C and vitamin A. And then she's got this distress. And it's all like the serums are $38. So You can't really go wrong. It's like the brand is amazing. I'm using her lip plumper because I also realized that my upper lip has disappeared since I shaved. Me too. From the shave. (laughs) I was like, what happened to my lip? Why is it so small? (laughs) Yeah, literally. 
<laughs> my facial hair can't grow fast enough. This is like still, I haven't even touched it. It's like I really shaved too close. I think I should like. I know Dennis has a mustache, but have you ever had a mustache? Yeah. No, I was going to try it since he doesn't have one right now. Because it's like weird if we both had mustaches, but I think it'd look weird, no? You should try it. It might be the right balance of what you're looking for. Because I do think your cheeks and face and jaw look good, clean, and then maybe you do the mustache to cover the upper lip. I'm so glad I'm doing this <laughs> podcast with you. You're making me feel so me much too. better about myself. <laughs> no, I, I like it. I mean, I was. you look good. It's a good look. Well, you know, I ask all of our guests, we do a rapid fire question. So I'm going to ask living in the James Asante's world. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. Are you ready? Yes, yes, yes. Facial hair or no facial hair? Facial hair. Even though I told you opposite. <laughs> Tiny living. Could you do it? No, I'm huge. <laughs> <laughs> From a scale of one to 10, how good are you at keeping a secret? Oh, zero. The worst. <laughs> the number one worst. <laughs> I love this. Neutrals or colors? Neutrals. Neutrals on the body, colors in the home. Oh, I love that. That's how I am, too. I'm exactly like that. Yeah, same. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Are you a bath or shower person? Oh, shower. I love a bath, but I just don't have one. Who is your beauty icon? Ooh. What does that mean? Like plastic surgery icon or like... No. Who inspires you? Who's your beauty inspiration? Who's the person you look up to like that you'd like to dress like? And, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, it's just... I mean, it doesn't make sense for me, but I have a weird obsession crush on Kristen Stewart. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I don't know. Maybe it's the androgyny. And actually, if I could trade, this is not even the question, but if I could trade places with someone, it would be Lourdes Leo and Madonna's daughter. Because <laughs> I'm obsessed with her, too. <laughs> well, I do love that Lourdes Leo. Me and her are both Cuban and Italian. We're the exact same combo. And you're both beautiful. Oh, you're sweet. Your favorite vacation spot? Oh, uh, I think it's Mykonos now. Honestly, I'm like a basic gay. After I went, I was like, I'm going here every year. I know. I You know, I have yet to go. Can you believe that? I've never been to Mykonos. Oh, we are going together next year, and you're going to die. Like, because it's so fabulous and just, it's so us. Let's do it. I'm ready. And last but not least, what was your first job? Oh, my first job, I worked in an architecture firm. <laughs> I never waited tables. I never worked in a restaurant. I never did any of that. I worked, my first job was at an architecture firm. You're so lucky. I did the weirdest jobs. Yeah, what was yours? My first job, I worked at a convalescent home. I was a dietary assistant. Oh, my God. In the kitchen. Oh, well, that's bad. At least you weren't changing diapers. No, I wasn't, but I was feeding people. And then after that, I worked at a tuxedo shop, fitting people and selling them tuxedos for the prom in their weddings. And then I got, at the same time, my first job, Old Navy had just launched, and they hired me as a greeter at the front door. So I said, welcome to Old Navy. How can I help you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's I was, amazing. I was always working. I dressed up as a soldier. They kind of all make sense, all of them. Before, we have a few more minutes left, but I want you to, to tell everybody the name of your book, where they can find you, all your handles for Instagram, your website, because I want people to be able to find you and see every magical thing James Asante's and his crew are working on. And are you guys also working on another calendar for next year? We're not doing the calendar this year because 
we have so much work on this book promotion. We thought about it at length. We could still possibly pull it together because it only took us about a month last year, but I think it's going to be a no this year. But we got to bring it back next year, the sexy calendar. Yeah, so it's our company's Manscapers. The handle is at Manscapers on Instagram. I'm at James underscore DeSantis, D-E-S-A-N-T-I-S. And our book is called Take It Outside, which is being published December 7th. And you can find it uh, everywhere books are sold. So Amazon or Random House's website, our website. You're not going to, if you follow me, you're not going to be able to avoid finding it. Of course. Follow James right away. And I also loved your words of wisdom for everybody. You said you kept on working at Ralph Lauren while you were working on your side hustle. And I think that for me is my takeaway is like always work on so many projects. Like I've always had a side hustle in every job I've had because I always want to do other things. But um, I love that you mentioned that to like give that advice to people. Any other advice or words of wisdom? It's an endless well over here, but you know, we'll have to just follow me on Instagram and find out. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are incredible. You're one of my favorite people on the planet. I always have such a blast with you and I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of everything you've done in the last few years. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Oh, you're so sweet. When is your sample sale? I got to get my Christmas presents. (laughs) It's happening. We are doing a sample sale. The dates, we're actually going to confirm them tomorrow. So you'll know we're going to be doing two sample sales. They'll be at our warehouse. We're going to have them officially because we never have been able to open the warehouse again to the public since COVID. So this is our first year doing our sample sale. It'll be in Burbank. Next time I see you, I have a candle for you because I know that you love candles like I do. Oh, thank you, babe. That's so sweet. I do. I have a problem. Yeah. And I'm moving. Wait, you're moving? I'm moving to Studio City. What? That's amazing. We're going to have to talk about it. It's a little ranch and I have a backyard and you're going to have to come over and there's a pool. Oh my God. You're kidding. Yes. You guys are going to have to come hang out. It's not... The backyard needs some help, but of course, I'll need your advice. Well, let me, I'll just send my guys over real quick and we'll revamp the whole thing. Oh my God, I love you. You're the best. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Thank you. It was so much fun. It's always incredible to have an amazing guest on. And today, a dear friend, James Asantes, I can't thank you enough for being a part of our show. And I look forward to seeing all the incredible art and beautiful backyards you create and seeing your new book next month on December 7th. Thank you again. And if you want to follow us, follow us on Materie, M-A-T-E-R-I-A-E. That's our handle on Instagram. Or you can follow our website, www.materiae.com. Thank you so much. We'll catch you later. Bye.